Hello everyone out there, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. This is Trevor with Tea Time Reports, and to all of our Rowdies fans out there, we are looking really good heading into the final two games of the regular season, of the 2023 season, excuse me. Um, we just came out of our win at Alang against Loudoun United FC, uh, 1-0, Cal Jennings scored in the 29th minute with a nice one. He, he really could be and probably is the best striker in this league. Um, and then obviously it was just one nil. It was possession ball. We really kind of came out, scored early, played smart. We had chances on goal, a couple bad calls by the officials as usual, but honestly it wasn't really on Loudon. Probably the worst disciplined team in the USL Championship League. Uh, they had four yellows in the first 75 minutes of this game, and they, they weren't able to do anything on offense. They really couldn't get anything going momentum-wise. And, uh, I, I mean, I got to say one thing about Ferro. He had that yellow in the 40th minute, but he really tried his hardest for this team. They have youth. They're the youngest club uh, in terms of, like, their roster. Um, they, they really need to step it up. Their, their, their defense is probably the most blatant issue. Um, there is no centralized passing game. They struggled across the board. But the Rowdies, once they went up 1-0, they kept creating chances. We subbed in Delgard in the 40th minute, 45th minute for Josh Perez. We subbed in Lewis Hilton for Jan Ekra in the 57th. We subbed in Jake Otterman for Jake LaCava in the 66th. And we subbed in Eurio Martinez for Cal Jennings in the 82nd minute. And we really just dominated possession, dominated with really efficient passing. Our long pass game really did show out in this game. We were able to kind of accurately... You know, drop some nice some nice passes in there. I'm not gonna lie, very nice touch touch pass game. Um, you know, with the absence of Forrest Lasso, it was scary. But you know, more news coming from Leo Fernandez, looking better and better. I'm gonna be a little skeptical. Um, I don't think we're gonna see him against Pittsburgh. I would like to see him at Pittsburgh, at least as a sub, um, because we are at Alang on October 7th against the Pittsburgh Riverhounds SC. The first overall team in the East, we're right below them. Number two, we need to win this game handedly. I'd love to win this game at Alang. Um, and if Leo could come in as a sub, I'd love that. But we're going to get into the predictions and discussions about that game for sure. Um, but after our um, win over Loudoun FC, Loudoun United FC, excuse me, let's talk about our stats overall on the season. We have a record of 18 8 and 6. A home record of 11-3-2, an away record of 7-5-4. We are on a win streak of two. In our last five matches, we are 3-1-1. When it comes to player stats, let's check this out here. Our stat leaders, obviously Cal Jennings, 17 goals now and 29 appearances. That's going to be the only goal update regarding our team from last episode because it was a 1-0 game. Cal Jennings is the only one that got that goal, obviously. J.J. Williams, 7 assists and 29 appearances. Um, I'm pretty sure... Okay, I think Connor Antley got an assist. Yeah, he has 3 assists. Sebastian Delgard still in that second place with 5 on 23 appearances. And he's getting subbed in now. He's going to be ready to go for playoff time. Shots, 57, uh, 57 shots and 29 appearances from J.J. Williams. 50 shots and 29 appearances from Cal Jennings. 
45 shots and 32 appearances from Charlie Dennis. 19 shots from um, Jake Wakaba and 19 appearances, which is pretty interesting. Chances created, 65 chances created and 32 appearances from Charlie Dennis. That's what he does best. Had a really nice touch game. He kind of maintained pace in this game. And really, we played at our, we played at our level of play at our speed as well. Uh, Jordan Doherty, 31 appearances um, with 28 chances created. J.J. Williams, 25 chances created on 29 appearances. Saves, Connor Sparrow had another clean sheet. Had another clean sheet. He's up to 10 clean sheets in 28 appearances. He has 74 saves in 28 appearances as well. Um, he's only allowed 28 goals conceded in 28 games. Only one goal a game on average, which is fucking good. When it goes to team stats, let's check our overall um, general stats. 56.3% of our games have won. Our position in our conference is 2. Goals conceded, 35. 1.1 per game. 10 clean sheets. 4 penalties conceded. uh, 62.1% of our tackles are successful. 53.4% of our successful, uh, of our duels are successful, excuse me. 61.8% of our aerial duels are successful. Distribution-wise, 81.8% of our passes are successful. 13,529 total passes on the season. 11,000 total successful passes, so that's really good to see that in general. 422.8 passes per game, so we are a very pass-heavy team in general. Uh, 51.7% success rate on our long passes. Would like to see that increase, but in general, we just we kind of keep it, you know, in that possession type of style to where we have a lot of moving pieces in the midfield, and overall it just works. Uh, we're able to, you know, keep you know, we make those like passes to create those runs, but other than that, we kind of keep it to the short game. Um, 304 total open play crosses, uh, crosses on the on the season, 77 successful. Crosses on the season, 49% average possession. Um, Passing accuracy by area percent-wise, 73.6% in the opponent's half, 90.3% in our half of the pitch. Attack-wise, total shots excluding blocked shots, 286. Shots on target, 138. Goals scored, 57. 19.9 conversion rate. 50.5 minutes per goal, 27 left foot goals, 20 right foot goals, 6 headed goals, 4 other goals, 5 penalties scored, 1 penalty missed, 53 goals inside the box, 4 goals outside the box, and 1 direct free kick goal. Discipline wise, 382 fouls won, 378 fouls conceded, 59 yellow cards, 2 red cards, overall a pretty disciplined team. Um, but now going into, I guess you can say probably, I would say, I hate to say this to Rowdy's fans, but they beat us in our first matchup of the season, but Pittsburgh Riverhounds SC is a team we need to watch out for. They they really are, you know, um, and in their last five, they look nice, but I'm going to go into my predictions and going into the predictions, we have to talk about the opposing team. So obviously the Pittsburgh Riverhounds SC is the team we're facing at Al Lang uh, on October 7th, Saturday night. Their record is 18-5-9. and 
Their home record is 13-1-3. Their away record is 5-4-6. They're on a win streak of four. Their last five, 4-0-1. Four, uh, this is a team that is definitely worthy of probably a championship this year. I'm not going to lie to you. But uh, when it comes to player stats, let's get into their player stats here. Guys we want to look out for is obviously Albert Decois. 26 appearances, 19 goals. He is their offense. He is their focal point. I'm not even going to mention mention another offensive name because he is their offense. The next highest scorer, scorer is four. No. A sister. We got to look out for uh, Canardo Forbes, 31 appearances, 10 assists. Or Daniel uh, Rovira, 24 appearances, 5 assists. Shot-wise, it's Albert Decois, 26 appearances, 56 goals. That's a guy we got to slow down. Keep him locked the fuck down. Uh, Arturo Ordinez, 30 appearances, 27 shots. Canardo Forbes, 31 appearances, 23 shots. Chances grenade, uh, created, excuse me. Canardo Forbes, 31 appearances, 53 chances created. Robbie Mertz, 28 appearances, 29 chances created. So really, their offense is genuinely Albert Decois, and their assist king is Canardo Forbes. Let's look at their defense regarding uh, their saves. Jamili White, 25 appearances, 36 saves. Looks like they've used three goalies at some point this season. Um, Christian Garner, two appearances, two saves. Louis Zamudo. Five appearances, six saves. Clean sheet-wise, Louis Samudo, five appearances, four clean sheets. Jamali White, or uh, Wyatt, excuse me if I'm mispronouncing your name, bro. Uh, 25 appearances, nine clean sheets. Goals conceded, Luis Zamudo, five appearances, one goal conceded. Wow, he should probably be starting. He may have gotten injured. Christian Gardner, two goals and two appearances. So he clearly was not the answer for them. But Jamili White, 25 appearances, 26 goals conceded so they are pretty much just about the same as our keeping wise but um, I think our defense might be a little better in general but let's get into their team stats so that we can really dive in to see what like what they're really doing here 56% of their games are won they're obviously ranked number one in the East Conference in the USL Championship 66.3% of their tackles are successful 51% of their duels are successful 52% of their aerial duels are successful 29 goals conceded, 0.9 per game, 13 clean sheets, 3 penalties conceded. Distribution-wise, 73.8% of their uh, passes are successful. 41% of their pass long passes are successful. They've passed the ball over 12,600 times, and they've had 9,305 successful passes total. 394.1 passes per game, in essence. 364 total open play crosses, 79 successful crosses, 44% average possession per game, um, passing accuracy by area, 65.9 on the opponent's half, and 84.5 in their own half of the pitch. Uh, Attack-wise, total shots, in excluding blocked shots, 259. Um, shots on target, 123. Goals scored, uh, um, excuse me, 48, not 100. <laughs> 18.5 conversion rate, 60 minutes per goal, 4 left foot goals, 30 right foot goals, 13 headed goals, 1 other goal, 3 penalties scored, 1 penalty missed, 47 goals inside the box, 1 goal outside the box, and 1 direct free kick goal. Discipline wise, 367 fouls won, 472 fouls conceded, 62 yellow cards, 2 red cards. So this team is literally kind of identical to ours except they're 
a little more hot, like on the hot trend right now. Um, but getting back, I really do believe that the Rowdies can win here. They're at Ao Lang. I think that they have the capability to do so. When it comes to the Eastern Conference standings, the Pittsburgh Riverhounds SC, 32 points. The Rowdies, 32 points. Each team has 18 wins. We have eight losses. They only have five losses. We have six ties. They have nine ties. Um, they have 63 points, and we have 60. Uh, excuse me. What is this? Oh, 30. Oh, excuse me. 32 games played in each, but they have 63 points. We have 60. Um, goal difference 19 compared to our 22. So, and yeah, I mean, and, and Memphis 901 FC is catapulted in the top four. We really don't want to play them in playoffs. That's going to be something to look at. But Miami FC might make the cut too. That's shocking. They're terrible. Birmingham, they fell off a little bit. So did Indy 11. So just getting into that, I mean, we really just got to really be careful with Charleston Battery, Memphis 901 FC, and obviously Pittsburgh going into the playoffs. But um, no, I think the Rowdies can win this game. I'm probably going to safely say this game is going to be won 2-1. By the Rowdies, Nicky Law is going to outcoach this team that he didn't play against. You know when he he wasn't a part of this club yet, so he's going to come at this with a fresh mindset. Uh, we're going to see probably a goal by Charlie Dennis, a goal by JJ Williams, and an assist by Jake Otterman, an assist by Jake Lacava, and I imagine Dicois for the Pittsburgh Riverhounds are is probably going to score their goal with an assist from Forbes, but. I really do believe if we're able to keep this a possession kind of based game where we are semi-aggressive, but when we're on our half, we just make sure we eat the clock up. Eat that time away for them to you know create like a power play and come back because they have the offensive capability for sure. Potential MVP as their number nine. So just something to look at and, and be definitely aware of heading into this uh, matchup against them on Saturday. But we do have home field advantage. Our fans will show out. It's our last home game of the regular season. So we really do need a, a legitimate showing from our fans. So if you're out in St. Pete, if you're out in Tampa Bay, show up for your Rowdies. Show those guys some love. They're heading into the playoffs. They already clinched their spot. But you want to go there for the vibes. You know, you want to see our team, you know, what they're looking like heading into the playoffs to see what they're going to be able to produce and put out there on the pitch and you know, I don't know who our first opponent's going to be, but if it's Memphis or Charleston or Pittsburgh, I'm going to be a little worried. Um, I would be feel I would feel a little more confident if it was Louisville or like, um, gosh, who else was it? Miami would be nice. That'd be a walkover game, honestly. Like it really would be. That team is not what it was last year. Not scary on offense by any means. But I mean, we do got to be weary of um, Memphis. They did sweep us on the season pretty handedly as well in prime time at our home like they really are a threat so we got to watch out for them they're on a on a good streak right now of winning games but another team like I was talking about Pittsburgh you know we're facing them uh, this Saturday it's the final matchup of theirs um, of like us against them in the season we already played them earlier on they scored in the first five minutes and that was it it was one nil so we have to put out more of an offense we were in Pittsburgh that time but this time, now that we're at home, we should be amped up and ready to go with Nicky Law and his new kind of creative possession style of, of 
evolve, but we do press. We do play like a high press at points, and I think it works. It, it's definitely something this league does not have a lot of, and if you can successfully do it, then you're pretty fucking good, uh, especially for USL Championship League's concern. But, you know, obviously as a Rowdies fan, you want to see the Rowdies win these final two games, and they can do that. They're fully capable, but this Pittsburgh team is going to be a it's going to be a tough one. This might even go to like a 3-2 or like a, a, a fucking 4-3 kind of game. I could really see that happening. I really could. I'm not even lying. Like this could genuinely occur. And I think if it does, you know, we, we definitely have to be a little worried about our defense heading into playoffs. And hopefully Forrest Lasso and Freddie Kleeman will both be at 100% and ready to go. You know, that chemistry needs to maintain itself going into playoffs. Because when they both play, man, our defense is full sound. Sparrow's good. He's been fantastic this season. He might get, you know, whatever the keeper award is for the USL Championship League because he deserves it. He's been outstanding. He's had some crazy saves all year. I want to see Sebastian Delgard back on the pitch. I want to see Lewis Hilton potentially get some more starts because he's really showed out. Um, I really also appreciate some more Josh Perez, you know, just involvement in the offense because he's got the shiftiness. He has the feet. I really would appreciate some more of that. I would love to see Charlie Dennis get back into the form he was in mid-season right now. I, I love that right now because he is a menace, bro. Like, when he is on, he is on. That's just confirmed, especially when he took that elbow and had those stitches and he had that goal after, bro. It was nasty, bro. He's a dog, bro. Charlie Dennis is my favorite USL Championship League player by a mile. Um, don't forget, we have J.J. Williams, a former high school linebacker. This guy's big. He's the enforcer. He's going to score. He's going to do his thing. And then Cal Jennings, probably the most technically sound number nine we have, uh, and also probably the best number nine in the league behind Cicerone in Sacramento. But, I mean, man, it's really just been an exciting year as a Rowdies fan to watch this team overcome adversity, overcome coaching changes, overcome injury, and, and still show what they can do at a very high level in terms of USL Championship League. I'm going to grab a little sip of my beverage here, folks. My bad. When you, yak up, when you yap on like this about the Rowdies, your throat really does get dry very fast. And honestly, I could have used to drink maybe 10 minutes ago. But um, yeah, no, if you do not follow us on Instagram or anything like that, we are very prevalent. Same with Twitter slash X uh, about the Rowdies at Tea Time Reports. Make sure you follow us. Show some support on there. It's greatly appreciated. But um who knows, maybe we can get to this uh, this last uh, Alang regular season game of the 2023 uh, season for the Rowdies and get some videos and pictures and stuff. But make sure you're also following our, our TikTok at Tea Time Reports. We have a couple cool you know, Rowdies clips on there and some Rowdies videos and stuff like that. It's really awesome. So definitely check that out and show that page some love and support. We actually just hit 1,000 views on, um, I believe, um, Brandon's Bears Talk uh, clip, which is pretty awesome. Pretty cool to see that many people tune in and enjoy some of our content it's really showing the work that we're putting in going it's going it's going a long way it's going to continue to grow and get better you know that's all that we can hope for but in terms of the rowdies i really hope that we can turn this one nil win over loudon into another win over pittsburgh on saturday we really need to come out of this game victorious because the final game of the season we travel to louisville this is another team that we beat earlier in the year but we need to beat them again we need to win these two games for points' sake, but we also need to win it for home, like for home field advantage in playoff. We need to beat Pittsburgh for home field advantage. We need to. We have to. We need to do this this weekend. And I think Nikki Law understands the pressure of that. And I think we're going to be able to pull this off. But we just really need our midfield to 
to stand up straight and execute. We need complete execution when it comes to scoring chances. We really need that shiftiness from Connor Antley and his ability to, to elevate the, the attack game. He, he really does come up there with shiftiness and that quickness and really good passing sometimes. He does create those chances himself. He kind of has that kind of same playmaking ability as Spalding did, but he's just always playing that left back or right back position. He's always in that full back area. So, I mean, we don't get to see him do it much, but when he's able to create that burst or that separation, he really does have that explosive playmaking ability as well as a really nice boot on him. So, I mean, you gotta you got to really give the guy props, and I really hope we get to see some of these things involved and showcased in this game, especially at Al Lang for the final game of the season. But, again, everyone out there for this episode, thank you so much for uh, tuning in and showing love to the Rowdies, and make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms. It's greatly appreciated, and uh, it's duly noted that, you know, we're getting out there more. We're getting more exposure to the, the public, and people are tuning in more. Um, I look at our numbers every day now, and they look really nice. And then we really appreciate that here, and we're going to continue to, you know, keep our foot on the gas pedal, if you will, and make sure you stay tuned throughout the week if you're an NFL fan for a ton of NFL content. We obviously have the week uh, four recap as well as week four uh, post week four power rankings. So stay tuned for those as well as obviously some of the specific team episodes uh, if you're into MLB. Make sure you listen into the Rays series with Brandon or the Chicago Bears series with Brandon. We'll probably be doing a nice Giants episode with Logan this week. Probably a Bucks episode if possible, so stay tuned. We got a lot of content as well as some album reviews and a discography episode coming out with me and Rush. We'll uh, surprise everyone with the artists we're going to be going over, but uh, it's going to be a big episode for sure. Make sure you're staying tuned for Tea Time Reports and our consistent content and stuff like that. It's going to go a long way. and. If you're a day oneer, we'd greatly appreciate you again. So this is Trevor, and this was our uh, Tampa Bay Rowdies match recap and review episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Take care. Bye bye.